you guys know how big of a watch family the Blooms are, right? Dad's always wearing his watches. I've always got my, love my watches, dude. And so we're super happy that uh, we have a new sponsor for this episode. Super cool company. It's, they're called Original Grain. They're phenomenal, guys. I own probably about 15 to 18 different watches. This is a really nice, good entry-level watch. Beautiful, aesthetically beautiful. So what, what makes Original Grain really cool is that their watches are made out of recycled materials. So it's like specifically the one I'm wearing is made out of an old whiskey barrel. You guys know that I hate plastic. I hate single use things. I always try to take things and repurpose them for other things. And so that's why I'm really excited to wear this watch. And it's also super cool. This watch, the wood on this watch is literally made from an old whiskey barrel. So there's like history in it. It's manly, it's kind of cool. And then dad's watch. I, I, I couldn't give dad his watch yet because he has COVID. So I don't want to get sick, but dad Wait, got one. Dad's watch Gorgeous. is a brewmaster and it's made out of an old uh, beer barrel, which is super cool. It's made it. out of recycle or reclaimed craft beer barrel. And the metal is all tungsten. And what's even cooler too, is that dad's watch. He got a matching ring with, so it's made out of the same wood. So he's got like a whole set. It's pretty dope. It's a perfect, perfect gift for Father's Day, right? Like Father's Day is right around the corner. It's a great gift for your dad. So if you were, were in the market for that, you didn't know what you were going to get your dad for Father's Day, we at Daddy Issues are going to hook you up. If you head over to originalgrain.com slash issues, or you use the code at checkout issues, I-S-S-U-E-S, you can get 30% off on any of their products. Uh, so, I mean, it's the watch super nice already at a great deal, and we as listeners of this show, hook you guys up with even better deal, 30% off. If you want a Father's Day gift ordered by June 13th is what they told me, because then they can guarantee that it'll be shipped out for Father's Day. Uh, so once again, if you're interested in any of their products, any of their rings, which are super cool too, uh, right. head over to originalgrain.com slash issues and use the code issues at checkout for 30% off. You're joking, right? Well, yeah. I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be optimistic yeah. about that. Well, I guess you're too young to be a little pessimistic like me. The fucking things I see out there, people are stupid. Hi. Hey, Brownie Bo. So How are you? I'm okay. So I have COVID. That's why we're doing this remotely, my peeps. Sorry about that, guys. I feel like yeah. I haven't done it in a while because you did the last, you did the Patreon one with Brownie Bo, with Brycey Bo. With Bryce. I feel yeah. like I've been around a long time. It's no longer going to be daddy issue. It's going to be the daddy issue boy network. Yeah, you're not you're not relevant anymore. All right, I'm good. I had a good run. I'm okay with it. You're all, all right. The, you know, all I'm right. tapping I'll, out. I'll see you later. I'll I'm see you. I'm tapping out. We do that. Bye. 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 All right. You think it would work, Bonnie? It's a joke. No, no. I, I need you, Dad. I need you. Oh, I need you too, buddy boy. You're, you? you're, you're vital to this whole process. How you doing? I'm good. How do you feel? Um, I feel 99% better than yesterday and the day before. So I think I'm so tomorrow I'm gonna work from home. Tomorrow will be five days, and then Wednesday I'm gonna go back in the office. It's gonna wear a mask. Because the CDC says five days. And then well, they say five days after your last symptoms, but yeah, I mean no one cares anymore. Well, one of my main girls in my office has has it was pretty fucked up because that's really it's a shame I feel bad for her, but it's, it's a uh, problem in the office. And I'm a new person starting. She's going to train. So it's all right. I'll get through it. And um, 
And uh, I'm going to go back. I'll work from home tomorrow and I'm going to go back Wednesday. But I feel fine. I mean, I just have a little bit of stuffing. You just hear my like morning congestion, but there's no phlegm or mucus. Which, which I, I hate hearing because whenever I hear someone that sounds sick, it makes me feel like I'm sick. It's like, uh, like you know, when you watch a video and you see someone like get like hit their balls or something and they're like, oh, I, and you feel the pain of it. That's what happens when someone sounds sick. I'm like, oh, fuck, I guess I'm sick now. It gets in my head. Yeah, I'm sorry if I sound a little more Jewy nasal New York than I normally do. Um, I mean, who knows? People might not even be able to hear us. I, I, I apologize in advance for the bad audio quality because, like, to the people at home listening, because I couldn't, like, I have a microphone here with me, but I don't have one with you. So I was like, I don't want to use my microphone and you sound horrible in Zoom. So we're just going to both sound horrible, but it is what it is. Oh, it's a bummer. That's, uh, we, should, uh, we should have left one microphone here then, huh? Well, how would, I, how would I have known that you had COVID? You know, I didn't know until you left. Yeah. yeah. Although you were sick, and I said, I was like, oh, you definitely have COVID. I knew you had it, but it is what it is. It's going around. Who cares? Um, uh, I want to give a shout out to a, a very good friend of mine, uh, Beth who is birthday, um, actually tomorrow, today's Monday, right? Today's Monday and this episode's coming out on Monday. So we're recording this in the morning and then you guys will probably be listening. Let me see if her birthday's actually today. One minute. She's a, no, it's, uh, tomorrow, but she's been a longstanding listener and a good friend, you know, Beth, Mikey Rock's sister, uh, known her since she's probably, I don't know, 10 years old, 15 years old. And she's a great listener. Uh, shout out to you. Happy birthday, Beth. We love you over, over here at uh, Daddy Issues. So I just want to give a shout out to my good friend, Beth. All right, Bronnie, so what's, what do we got on the horizon? Well, it is Memorial Day today, if you want to say anything for that. I don't know. No one ever even no- realizes what Memorial Day is actually about. And I feel like everyone in this country thinks, oh, it's Memorial Day. Time to get drunk on a boat, you know, or time to have a barbecue. So what is exactly what is Memorial Day? Well, what do, you think, to, what do you think it's about? I think, it, isn't it to, I got to sneeze, to acknowledge and uh, pay our respect to those who have fought and lost their lives uh, in, in the armed forces. Yeah, it's a, it's a day about the dead. It's like the day to remember all the people who died and right. lived. And we all spend it by getting drunk, which I guess is a good thing, like you're celebrating your freedom because they gave it to us. But it also just I, seems odd, like the, the meaning of the day is lost kind of. Well, leave it to you. It got dark all of a sudden on your side. I know. The sun went behind a cloud. Leave it to you to, to find the, the, uh, the, the sullenness in it. But no, Memorial Day. No, but it is a sullen holiday. It's about no, but the it's, millions but it, who have died. But I think it should be celebrated. People, people, you know, people die. And I get it sad. It's a terrible fucking thing at, by COVID, huh, Ronnie? Um, I, I probably do have COVID, but I feel fine. <laughs> It is a terrible, terrible thing when someone passes away. But I believe people's lives should be celebrated. You know, America, like you, you talked about, you know, you, you took that course in college about death and different cultures and how people in other cultures, they live with their elderly and they want them to die around people. They wanted them to die in their homes. You know, America is very weird. Like nobody wants to talk about people that are dead. We don't talk about people who passed away or whatever. Like to me, People's life should be subtle. I hope one day when I die, boys, you talk about me. Boys, it's just me here. No, I'm saying, but you guys will be listening. 
I want to be celebrated. I want people to talk about me, the good and the bad, hopefully more good than bad. And just to keep it alive, you know, I don't, I don't think we should, it's just people, American culture is very bizarre. So, so yeah, so thank you to those who lost their lives for our freedom. Thank you to those who were fortunate enough that didn't lose their lives, that fought for our freedom. Appreciate it. You know my feelings on supporting the armed forces. I don't believe in war, but I'd rather, you know, be there, uh, you know, our country uh, free. And I thank and support and, and value what the people in the armed forces do for our country. So we thank you over here at Daddy Issues. We have a lot of uh, great listeners and supporters that are fighting for our freedom. And we love you guys and are thankful for you guys. Right, Ronnie? Yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm stuck yeah, I mean, we do have a weird... What? I'm stuck inside of fucking COVID on our Memorial Day. But I might go see Top Gun tonight. Would that be wrong of me to wear a mask? I mean, you should have done it and not announced it to the world that you were doing that, and then no, no one would have cared. But now, now everyone's like, wow, John went to the movies with COVID. But also, no one cares anymore. Like, literally... Everyone has COVID. I don't even know if that's the reason. People are just... It's not a big deal anymore. Like, you have We're COVID, and you're, it's just a cold. It's like, if you went to the movies with a cold, people wouldn't be like, how dare you? They would I, just be like, I oh, yeah. You're it's, just, just, it's just a fucking cold. That's all it is. Now, that's all yeah, it is. Now it is. Yes, it's evolved to this point. I think two years ago it probably wasn't just a cold, but now we're over it. Everyone has, everyone's been through it. But I mean, yeah, go see Top Gun. We were thinking about seeing it too. It's supposed to be very good. You were going to say something about the armed force, about death. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, our, our culture is very weird with death, but it makes sense. It's a taboo. Our culture is just very weird with a lot of things. Um, I mean, like, this can kind of segue into the big news that was this week, which I don't really want to talk about because it's all sad and boring or not no, boring. I, it's I, just I, like... <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, it, I, yeah. I mean, the, the Texas shooting is obviously what everyone's talking about, which I don't want to talk about because it's like everyone's talking about it. And what are we going to say about it? Right. That like, there's nothing to say. So it, it's, I, I, when I was thinking like, okay, what are we going to talk about this week? Part of me was like, let's just not, not talk about it at all. and talk about fun, interesting things to give everyone like a, a break from that shit because that's horrible news. Um, but I, just when you said like our culture is super weird, I was um, listening to Tim Dillon yesterday and he was saying that it's unbelievable. It's just bizarre in this country that like you can show in a movie, right? Like take, for instance, in a movie, you can show horrible murder and death and destruction and people slitting each other's throats. And it's okay in this, like, we don't care about it. But if you show a penis, it's like, oh, no, 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 can't do that. Take it down right away. So it's like we, our priorities in this country are all out of whack, especially with death too. It's like we glorify when other people are dying, but then when our own people die, it's like, can't show it, you know, or like, can't, if your grandparents are dying, it's like, don't talk about it. No one, we can't talk about this. You got to be sullen. And, um, but then when other people are dying, it's like, we love to see it and champion it. You know, when you go to see Top Gun, you'll probably see people, a lot of people die and it's going to be like, woo. But then if it's like someone of one of our people dying, it's like, oh, can't talk about it. You're right. It's a very, that's, I never thought of it that way. It's weird because you see sick rapes, murders, killings, uh, horrific 
this memory of people's bodies in, in the form of entertainment. I'm like, that was fucking sick. That was gross. That was great. But, and you talk about it at the dinner table. But the minute you talk about something that is like personal, that literally is like the death of a, a loss of a loved one or the shooting of the- It's uncomfortable. It's unbelievable. It's very, you're right, or, or boobs. Right, you, you, if you see a nipple in a movie, you just, you would never see a, a nipple in a movie. It would be unheard of unless it was like a sex movie. But in a normal movie, even a kid's movie, I was watching Stranger Things yesterday and these, they're showing kids, literally seven-year-olds die. And you're watching it, you're like, Don't tell cool. that. Wait, so wait. No, I'm not going to say spoilers, but like, that's weird that you can watch a TV show meant for kids and you're literally seeing kids die. They showed seven-year-old bodies with blood dead on the floor. But in Stranger Things, if they showed a penis, you would be like, whoa, 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 what are they doing? That doesn't make any sense at all. You're right. That's pretty fucked up. And it's fucking retarded because who gives a shit about a fucking penis or a vagina or a boob? Right. That's normal. Everyone has it. It's on our body. It's not a big deal. Like, you know, it's just such a weird fucking, it, that's bizarre. That is right. fucking part of when you bring you break it down. It's just our our culture. Start a campaign. No, it's it's nothing that you can change. It's ingrained in American culture. It's a Christian, puritanical, old school belief that sex is bad, sex is taboo, and to show anything related to that is wrong. It's sinful. I think it's only our culture, though, American culture. That's what I'm saying. It's an American puritanical thing. You go to France or Italy, their movies, they show full-on sex. They don't care about that shit. It's normal to them. But if you showed if you showed people shooting each other in blood, they would be like, whoa, what the hell is this? I'd rather see the sex. Of course. That, it's it's yeah. normal and it's enjoyable. But we glorify uh, killing in this country. Or gun- we glorify uh, violence is maybe what it is. That is pretty fucking retarded when you think about it. So don't tell me, but is the whole Stranger Things out? Like seven episodes are out, yeah. How many of that total? I don't, I don't know. They, they're good. doing this season in like parts. So it's like season four, part one, and it's like seven episodes in season four, part two, which I don't know when that'll come out. But each episode is an hour and a half long. They're like movies. Yeah, so far. I mean, it's like kind of, they just, they know what that show does. Like, they know it works for that show and they lean into it tremendously. So now it's like kind of annoying because it's like, they ruin they're it, just right? relying, well, they're just like relying too heavily on 80s nostalgia. <clears throat> like there literally will be a scene and they'll play like a classic 80s song for four seconds. And it's like, what was the point of playing? Like they'll play like um, Tarzan Boy, right? Like a, the most 80s song or like Whip It. Which by Tarzan Boy again? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I like that one. Right, but they'll play it for literally three seconds in the scene just to be like, where is it? How'd that go again? And it's like, it's like that co- probably cost them a million dollars to get, and it's just pointless. They're just trying to, like, I don't know. Oh. It, it's fine. It is what it is. Oh. You're, you're so, yeah, I mean, I honestly don't want to talk about any of the Texas stuff because what are we going to add that other people haven't said? And no. it's sad and depressing. Nice go. go. But part of me, like the, the only part I guess I want to talk about is that, oh God. Um, the only part I, wa- I guess I want to talk about is that I 
hate that I feel this way, but I do feel this way. And I'm going to be honest because I, it's the way I feel about, or I felt about the situation. It's like, I don't care. And that's hor- that in itself is horrible. Well, that's, and that's the problem. No. Well, that's, listen, I think we should get you into therapy. No, no, no. You definitely feel the same way that I do. If this happened 20 years, if 20 years ago, 21 kids Zarai's age were murdered, we would have been, it, it would have been horrible. I would have cried. It would have been, I, I would be like, what the fuck? What can we do? We need to do something. The problem is it happens so often that I'm like desensitized. I'm just like, I saw the news and I was like, wow, that's a shame, horrible. Okay, what are we getting for dinner? That's what I mean. It's like, that's the fact that I even don't feel isn't tremendously that sad. Isn't, isn't, that, isn't that a problem in of itself? That's what I'm saying is the problem. We're desensitized, but that's not just me. That's every, that the fact hey, am that- Am I very beige? Do I, am I blending into the wall today? Yeah, yeah, we both are though. Look, me too with this. <clears throat> Should I move? No, doesn't matter. And the pole right on my face. See, this exactly. I just said twenty-one kids were murdered, and you're like, "Am I beige?" We don't okay. care in this country anymore, and that's the problem because that it's. Just... And so it happens, and we're just like, "Wow, that's so sad." So Memorial Day weekend's fun, right? Like, if this happened ten years ago, we would it would be the talk of the news for the entire year. It would be the biggest story. But it happened in the news one day, and the next day it's like, "Ooh, what's Johnny Depp going to do to Amber Heard?" So what do you suggest? What do you think? No, nothing. I'm saying it's too far past. The, we're, we're, we're done. We're, you can't solve that problem. Once people are desensitized, you can't make them sensitive again. You, you know, it's, it already has happened. So it, it is what it is, but that's the problem. I, because I it's happening so in, frequently. We live in such a fucked up world. It's terrible. Such a, people are just fucked up and evil. Like evil. The, the thought that that we even ima- like imagine Zarai going right, to don't, school. Don't use Zarai. Right, no, but that's what you have to do okay, to make it real. No, you don't. Don't use Zarai as an example. I think it's a terrible but the thing. fact that that even happened and we're just like, eh, I don't want to talk about it. That is crazy. But I feel that way. Like I genuinely feel I don't want to talk about it. But that that's a problem. And I, there's no solution. It's, it is what it is. Completely. That's the way this country is now. There's no changing it. There's no going back. It's not like we can, we can make ourselves fully sensitive to that happening ever again because it's already happened too much. So I don't know. There's a lot of issues going on in this world between the wars, the crime, between things are so bad. You know, it's just things are so bad. I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. I don't, I don't know. But I don't want to get into like a depressed, sullen podcast because... No. No, me neither yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, My heart goes out to those families. I don't know. It's, it's, I can't even understand it. Uh, I can't even comprehend it. It's the fucked world. They're just evil people out there that want that moment of fame. I don't know what the deal is. And they're just evil people. And there's, there's no rhyme or reason. I don't think it's the gun issue, but that's a separate issue. Um, yeah. I mean, that's like the core of what the conversation is, right? How to change it. And I don't, there, there's no, solution too so that's why like i don't even feel like talking about guns because there's no solution if we, let's say we ban guns shit's still gonna happen let's say we have more guns shit's still gonna happen so it's like discussing the making having the gun debate honestly feels moot to me because it's like it's just it's gonna happen in this country it's more there's just too many other problems to boil it down to one issue 
And it's a shame it has to be secure. It's just, it was, there was obviously no security there. What was the deal with that school? No, there was. I mean, here's another thing too. It's like, we still don't, every day, the, the story, every hour, the story's changing because we're learning new things, which, yeah, that is how things work. Um, so it's hard to say, like, this is what happened now because by the time this episode comes out, it might be completely different. Um, but the answer is there were people, there was security um, and it didn't stop anything. The, the problem now is like the story has morphed from a gun story to like a police story because there were police on the scene. And they, this is like the problem with the whole thing is that there were many police on the scene and they didn't enter the school for 40 minutes while the shooter they, was in the school, in classrooms with children, barricading themselves and killing people. And they didn't enter. And so people were like, why? didn't you do like what the, your one job is to enter and put yourself in the line of fire to protect people. And they didn't do it. And then they even went so far as to stop parents from entering. There's videos of fathers trying to enter the school to be like, if you guys aren't, if the police aren't going to do it, let me go in. I'll try to st- like, I'll put my life on the line for my kid. And the police literally their video of the police having them on the floor, tasing them and it's like, who knows, right? There might be protocol, hey, whatever. The fathers? Yeah, because the fathers were trying to break through the line to get into the school. While the oh. shooter was active. It wasn't, like the, it wasn't like it was a crime scene. That was like an active thing. And there are fa- videos I can show you of fathers on the ground being tased, cops on top of them. And the fathers are just like, let me in. Fucking let me in. So oh. I don't know. Oh, as a father, oh my God, it, can, it makes me want to cry. Yeah, and it's like, what do you, uh, yeah, and who knows, right? Of course, police are going to say, which they're probably justified, we can't just rush in because we have to know the situation. And there's what, if there's, what if there's 10 shooters? You don't know. Like, I, how do you know? I know, but at a certain point, it's like, let people do what they want to do, right? Like, if I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. And it's also like, know. if kids are being shot, all the rules should go out the window, right? Like there should be no protocols if we can stop kids from being shot. Yeah, I just don't know. I just don't know. Wow. Wow. You know, I don't want to know. I don't, I, ignorance is best. But see, that's the problem is like, and I agree with you. I don't want to know. It's like, stop telling me this story. I just want to watch Stranger Things. I don't want to be bothered, but it's like, that's horrible that, I, that we feel that way. But the whole country feels that way. It is horrible because if, if it happened to us, and everyone else in the country, like if it literally happened to Burke when he was in middle school or elementary school, Why you gotta, what you because, do? because then it can make you think about it. If, if it happened to us and everyone was like, I don't care. I'm just going to, no, you, would, you would be funny. like, you need to okay, fucking first, care. First this could all, be your kid. Now, first of all, no one's saying I don't care. But we are by saying we don't want to talk about it. We are saying we don't care. There's so many things in this world. Every day it goes on. If we sit there and think about everything bad in this world, we'll never have any joy in our life. That's just the way it is. There's, there's good and there's evil. We can't sit there and think about, do we sit there every day and think about the Ukrainian people that are being, that are out there? But that's, that's even more meaningless than this. This is our children, not Ukrainian Ronnie, men. Ronnie, there are, every day we drive by homeless people. Every day we see these inner city uh, people have to live and these kids are being abused or don't have the same uh, roof over their head or, or upbringing or whatever that. It's just so many bad things everywhere we go. This dog is fucking retarded. Right, but that one feels like the most. 
our children in school, which should be the safest okay, place in the world. Right, that just feels like the bottom. To say we don't care, I don't agree with you. I do care. I just don't know what to do about it. But I, there's a part of like, there's a fight or flight mode. Sometimes people like, there's so much you, that you can only handle. Like, I don't want to talk about bad things. There's nothing wrong with saying that. It doesn't mean you don't care. It means I just can't handle it right now. Or, or I'm right. it's too much I know. for me. Or, or I can't sit there and take on everybody's heavy burden of all these troubles because I might have my own shit to deal with or my own stresses or whatever. They might not be as meaningful as the loss of this one, this person being raped or killed, but they're still meaningful, let's say, to me because I have my own stresses. So we, there's only so much people can take, like, there's so many problems in our country that I'm going to take, look, we sit there, it's not, I don't, if someone says, I don't give a shit, that's callous and fucked up. But, but I don't think we're saying, I don't care, we're just saying, there is truth to be desensitized because of all the problems. And but there's a part we say, listen, I just need some fun things in my life because there's so much shit. It's like if it rains 20 days in a row, I just want a little sunshine. Right. But this rain is seven-year-olds being murdered. That's like a very serious rain. I'm just making it now. I'm just making it. No, I know, but that's what I'm I'm just saying. Like we we no, I I I, the problem is that we I mean, we don't, we, even if we say we care, like we might care about the situation, but no one cares enough because, or some people do, but like the majority of Americans aren't, because we're saying we care, but let's just ignore no, it. What do you the want pro- people to do, Ronnie? No, but what do you that's want, the, and you, what? Listen, what do you want you and I to sit here and do? No, but that's what Talk I'm, about another 40 minutes? But I, I think if everyone cared enough, we would be like, we need to solve this. And instead we're all saying, uh, there's just no solution. This sucks, which I agree. I don't know if there's a solution, but that in and of itself is a huge problem that we're just like, because 20 years ago, no kids were being murdered. This is a very new thing. So it's like, there's got to be a solution. It's not a part of, it's not a part of human life. Up until 20 years ago, in the course of human history, children weren't being murdered in schools. And it's a new thing. Summer is officially here, right? Memorial Day is the start of summer. I think so. Yeah, so summer's here. Don't wear white. Can't wear white. No, you can wear white in the summer. Right, that's what I meant. Can't wear white. And so while you're wearing your white, you need to make sure that you don't see all your hair underneath the white because white is, you know, you show it, especially with my dark chest hair. And you know how I make sure that that happens? With my Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. And my whole plethora of Manscaped products. So I like what's the, the blade, right, Bronnie? Yeah, the ultra smooth package and the ultra smooth blade. It's is, unbelievable. Yeah, so that is uh, one of Manscaped's best and like honestly one of their best kept secret products. I feel like most people don't know about it, but if you head over to manscaped.com and you check out their ultra smooth package, it's so you know you you guys at home who already have your lawnmower, already have your trimmers, you use your trimmer to get close down, right? But it doesn't shave it bare. And then, you know, you could always use a, a razor like you use in your face, but that doesn't work that well in your balls. You know, we probably let me, all let me explain. So, so I, do you mind? Go ahead. Because I, I use that. You don't shave down completely on your chest, do you? No, I, sh- I, use, I use it on my balls. And my okay, fair enough. So I use it on my balls and on my chest. So normally I would go really tight and then I take a regular razor and I go this way, this way, up and down. So I do both north, south, east and west. And usually you do nick and cut with a regular razor. And you always got to use a new blade, right? And they're not cheap, those blades. But with, with the Manscaped blade, there's no fucking nicking. It does, and you go as hard as you want. You press as hard as you want. 
Use it many times. It's got this great little handle that keeps it close and tight to it. And there's this little gel on the strip. Right. So, so it's smooth. So the, the ultra smooth package not only includes their crop shaver blades, which has moisturizer built into the blades itself, so that when you can go on your balls with this thing and it goes as close as a humanly possible and it makes them smooth and there's no cutting because it's already moisturized. But in term in the whole package, the ultra smooth package, it comes with exfoliating gels. So it comes with the crop exfoliator and a crop gel, which is like a shave gel. And you put both of those on wherever you're going to shave. You know, you can, ladies, you can use it on your private parts. I use it on my taint and I can put it right there and it makes it so the hair is perfectly lubricated so that I use this blade and it goes and I, I trust it with my life. There's zero irritation. It works great. It's smooth as can be. It's, it's, I, I don't understand how it can't cut you. It does not cut. It's yeah. unbelievable. So if you guys already have your Manscaped trimmers and you're like, oh, well, it's good enough. You know, I have my trimmer. It gets spare. You don't know what you're talking about because you need this crop shaver and the ultra smooth package on top of it. And then you'll be set. And why extra blades? Because they're the best thing in the world. So head over to manscaped.com. Uh, use the code daddyissues20. That's daddyissues20. And you'll get 20% off and free shipping, not only just on the ultra smooth package, but on everything else that Manscaped offers, which if you don't already have their product, what the hell are you doing? You're an absolute idiot. So once again, head over to manscaped.com, use the code daddyissues20. You get 20% off and free shipping on all their products. And trust us in this, these hot summer months, you want down there in your underwear to be as smooth and less hairy as possible. And you can't do it without this place. Ron, I don't... I, I hear what you're saying. I think people do care. I just think people don't know what to do. Uh, you could say, let's get secure, full security in every facility. I don't know. It is a problem. Why this is a big thing with people going and shooting up people in nightclubs that happened, I think it was in Tampa or Orlando, the gay club was terrible. People, I don't know what the fuck's with people. People are disturbed. I think that we have fucked up people in this world. It's a shame. I don't know what the answer is. I love to solve it. I just, I can't solve it with a problem. Not that I don't care. I have compassion for those families. I feel bad for them. It's just bad. It's just bad, but it makes me want to just, what's it, hunker down? Hunker down, right? And just take care of my loved ones. It's like a bad, it's a bad world we live in. Bad world we live in. Yeah, and the government's never going to solve it because they're like- They're a joke. Well, they're just focused on the party line, not on actually solving the issue. So it's like the second this happened, the left is like, we need, we need to ban all guns. And then the right is like, we need to have more guns. And it's like, we're not focused, like it, we're not focusing on the issue of these kids were murdered. How can we stop it from happening? They're just like playing to their bases. Like the they're, right, they're two days after the thing happened, this past Saturday, the the NRA held a huge convention in Texas to talk about how important guns are. And then the left is like trying to pass this bill to get rid of guns. And it's just like, that's not gonna. They missed the boat. Has nothing to do with what it, right. It's just like the second this happens, they're just instantly like, okay, let's push our things through. Let's push our agendas through. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. let's all come together as a country and try to solve. It's just, it, no one can come together anymore. No, that's a big problem. I agree. That's a big problem. But I do think people care, and I think you care. I just think that you brought up a valid point that people do get desensitized. There's so much shit going on. 
there's so many problems that we need to try to resolve. I don't know the answer. I, you know, I do, there's a lot of mental illness. I think there's issues with the border. There's so many issues that I don't know, but I, I, yeah. I know. That I issue just feels, that feels like a pressing issue compared to other ones. That feels like a much more of a pressing issue than most of the issues that are happening. Right, how could that have been? So, so for us not want to talk about, we're spending a lot of time on it. Okay, yeah. and I don't want to say too much. How do you think this could have been avoided? I don't know. That's uh, I, I have no idea. That's the problem. I just think some things are unavoidable. But that I don't I don't buy that because 17 years ago, this never happened in the course of history. So it's now it's an unavoidable truth of the world. That doesn't make sense to me. Social media, was social media around 17 years ago? No. But but that Columbine happened before social media. And that was the one that kicked all of this off. You know, know, there's these copycat killers, you know, people like the attention. They forget it works, a mess. They want the attention. And it's what they do. I mean, why else would you go kill, do a mass murder like that and make children? Right. Some of it is for notoriety no what else think about it. this but some of it isn't like like the guy who shot the supermarket last week in buffalo that wasn't for notoriety that was because he believed that those people should die he wasn't trying to be famous maybe right. he was he was live streaming it so who knows come on this is sicko but I the fact know. that the fact that literally up until 20 years ago it was so unheard of that it wasn't even a thought in people's mind and now it's so normal that we're saying it's just a part of the world. It's like, that doesn't make sense. That isn't true. I don't, I don't know what the answer is. No, me neither. And that's the bad part. It's like, everyone feels like, oh, we don't know what the answer is, so let's just not even try to solve it. It's like, we should all, I don't I'm part of the that. problem too. I don't agree with that. I don't, I just say, not know what the answer is. I mean, I can't but, solve that problem. But, but when you don't know what the answer, like when you're preparing for court for like a legal case and you don't know what the answer is, you find the answer, right? You sit there, comb through the papers, research, try to answer. I'm but in that this- position to do that. I'm not, as a, as a, as a U.S. citizen living my life, I'm in a position to solve the problem of these gun shooters? Well, we, yeah, we all, we all are. It's not going to get solved unless we solve it, right? So if, if everyone's like, I don't know, it's, and I feel that same way too. When this happens, I say, I have no idea, so I'm just going to go watch Stranger Things instead. So, but if, if everyone feels that way, then it's not going to get solved. We all have, to, if it, you said an American citizen, it's like, yeah, the only, that's how things get solved in America is by American citizens deciding what to do. But yeah, I agree that it's not easy. Yeah, I don't know. All right, do you have anything happy you want to talk about? Um, yeah, I do, actually. Good, let's change the subject if that, without being insensitive. No, I'm not. I'm not calling you out. I'm not saying that you're being insensitive. I know you're not. I'm saying let's change the subject without people think we're not being we're, without being insensitive. I mean, I think it, I you, your point was valid. I just want to move on. So I'm a little more happier. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think you're calling me out on it by any means. Okay. Um, there was so there was this crazy discovery in the Amazon this week. That's really cool, and it's just worth talking about because it's like the Amazon is, is comprised of where is it? Like it's, it's, it's the Amazon South America, so it's the biggest river in the world, which then created the biggest rainforest around it in the world, right? It's let's see, I mean, how big is the Amazon? Let's see, it's I mean, it's completely massive. How big is the Amazon? 
Um, it's 2.5 million miles. Million square miles. Uh, it covers much of Brazil, Colombia, Peru, and other stuff. It's the world's lar largest rainforest. What does that even mean? 2.5 million square miles. I can't even comprehend what the size of that is. Because it's not 2.5 million miles. Square miles. So divide whatever the square of that is. It's, it's larger than the entire, than all of Europe, and it's larger than more than half of the United States. So it's huge. And we should build some condos there. No, that's the exact problem with what's happening. Joking. The problem is that the rainforest, they call it the lungs of the world because the majority of the oxygen that we breathe is created in the Amazon because it's of all the trees and vegetation and the Amazon is dwindling. Let's see at what, um, how fast is the Amazon being destroyed? It's like, let's see, more than 20% of the Amazon rainforest is already gone. Um, it is vanishing at a rate of 20,000 square miles a year. If, this, if nothing is done to curb this trend, the entire Amazon will be gone within 50 years. Why? Because people are, are doing what you said. We should build condos. People are, people are going in and saying, are either saying, look at all this land. Let's cut it down and use these trees for paper. Or let's cut these trees down and build a farm on top of it. Or let's cut these trees down and build buildings on top of it. What happens if it's gone? We can no longer breathe in our country. Well, if, if the Amazon's gone, we'll probably all be gone for sure. So who's stopping this? No one. Activists, right. but but if it's if the, like the majority of the Amazon's in Brazil, if the Brazilian government, which is like a very pro-capitalist government, if they're like, yeah, I mean, and they are, they're saying people do whatever the fuck you want to do. But this isn't. That's not the story. That's the depressing story. Yeah, I want to talk about cool stuff. Um, so the Amazon's huge, and for hundred, right? Like, have you heard of? I mean, I'm sure you've heard of like El Dorado, and all, there's all these myths of the furniture ancient, store. Yeah, um, about like the city of gold, and there's all these myths from European conquistadors and explorers that came to America and were like, there are these huge cities of, you know, millions of people and advanced technology and. There are, they had all these stories of civilizations in South America, all these European explorers back in like the 1500s and 1600s. And then when other people would come, so like, right, so, <clears throat> so a, a Spanish or European explorer would come to South America and then write their accounts and then they would go back to Europe. And they told all these people there were tremendous civilizations and there are cities, El Dorado, the city of gold, bigger cities than we could ever build here in Europe. And then other people would hear those stories in Europe and go to South America try to, to try to find them and no one's ever been able to find them, right? So we've always thought that these were myths. For hundreds of years, it's like the Amazon is just rainforest. It's impossible to have life there. And the civilizations of them, like the Incan and the Mayan, right? We always thought that they were just like not big civilizations. They were just kind of like small. They weren't compared to, to Spain and Italy and England and all that, right? Um, but people forever have been saying that and many people have been trying to find the myths and, you know, there are so many, right? Like even we watched that Uncharted movie. That's what that movie was about. Them trying to find these ancient 
civilizations that have ceased to exist. But last week, or no, this week, this was a few days ago, these scientists, they're, so the Amazon is insanely dense, right? Like it's completely dense. You can't even walk through it. You have to chop your way through. You can't take a car through only on roads. So it's insanely dense and it's insanely large. So what they started to do is they use this new technology called LIDAR, which is like, it's like sonar that you can send signals from like a, from the air, right? You can fly over and you can send signals down and it can like map under the rainforest. So it can figure out what's there without you being there. So like do with the ocean floor, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they had been flying over the Amazon forever using, or not forever, but the last couple of years using LIDAR. And they finally found a city in the middle of the rainforest that they never saw before. Uh, here, I can, sh I can share this with you. Let's see. Can you see what I'm seeing? Now I see black right now. There we go, yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> this is a, a picture of what they found. And it says the ruins of a vast ancient civilization that has remained hidden under the densely forested landscape of the Bolivian Amazon has now been mapped in unprecedented detail. So it says the immense settlements stretch across 80 square miles of the region of Bolivia and include pyramids, causeways, canals, ramparts, forest islands, and buildings arranged in a way that hints at cosmological worldview. The structures were built by the Kassarabe culture, an indigenous people that flourished from 500 to 1400 AD and came to inhabit some 1700 square miles of the Amazon. This find is, is mind-blowing. So look, this is a whole city that they found. I mean, I don't even know really what they're looking at, but look, these are roads in the middle of the jungle. Uh, and this is the first discovery. Who's to say what, what they're gonna keep finding? Oh, here's a video. Let's see what this is. Can you hear this? No, I see the video, but I can't hear it. Okay, wait, we can watch it later. Um, it says here, wow. Um, the two large settlements, Katoka and Landavar, were protected by defensive structures that include moats and ramparts. Numerous signs of civic and ceremonial life are embedded in more densely populated areas, such as a 70-foot-tall pyramid and earthen buildings that curiously take the shape of the letter U. The scale and elaboration of the architecture are key aspects of large settlement sites. The orientation of the buildings that constitute the ceremonial set, uh, centers is very uniform towards the north-northwest. This probably reflects a cosmological worldview, which also is present in the or orientation of their burials. So it's like, there are these entire cities. I mean, it's that's, just, that's probably just the beginning. Oh, of course, it definitely is. Because <clears throat> so, the jungle takes it over. So they're thinking that all these people, these original explorers that went to the Amazon and found and were, saw with their own eyes, these whole civilizations and the thing is the problem is they came right from europe with their diseases and so they didn't know right so the, the theory is they came and they saw these cities and they're like wow this is amazing they interacted with the locals and then they went back to spain or portugal and it took years right to go back on ship would take a year and then to tell everyone look what, what i've seen would take a year and then to convince the king to fund another trip to go back right. would take a year and then the trip would take a year, right? So let's say it's five, 10 years before you're back and then you have to find it. So that's another year from the coastline to trek through the jungle to find the city. And then it, they were gone. No one would, was able to find them ever again. 
and the theory is that we wiped them out or not we me but like the spaniards and the portuguese and the british who would come they would interact with the people and then they would kill them off because they're diseases so they would bring smallpox and cholera and all these diseases that the indigenous people in the amazon had no barrier against because they were diseases that happened in europe and it would wipe out i mean we we know that that happened in america because we know that when the settler, like Christopher Columbus and those settlers, when they first got to America, they interacted with everyone. And then five years later, all the native people were dead because they all got sick and they had no defense against our illnesses. And so it wiped through them like crazy. Literally within three to five years, 90% of them died. So it's like, why wouldn't that have happened in South America? So if it took 10 years to get back, let's say the whole civilization was wiped out in three years from sickness. And then the jungle over the next five years overtook because we, um, that's another thing. We know that nature can overtake man-made things in no time. You know, you, you see pictures, Joe Rogan always shows this picture of, let's see, um, Detroit reclaiming house. There's pictures in Detroit where it's like a house from 20 years ago. So can you see like th- there are pictures of houses in Detroit from 20 years ago and then now, and they're completely overtaken like this one specifically look at this picture this house was built in the 70s and you would never look at the how the nature and this is just within you know this is yeah, not even a jungle it. that's crazy look at that house. you would never know there was a house under there if you didn't it's know steaming, it's like a steaming king movie but to think like this isn't even a jungle and then and nature within 20 years completely takes it over Think about an actual Amazon full-on jungle. So of course it would be completely overta- overtaken. Um, so so that's very interesting. And you know what? <clears throat> but the um, there's going to be people now coming from what seems to as gold and 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 ruins. And there's going to be, of course, and they yeah. destroy the uh, jungle even further. Probably. So there was a movie. You know the guy um, Jamie Lannister. Yeah. He played was in this movie. He's one of those guys that took a boat to what? No one. You're mixing up. I, I think I know. Are you talking about The Lost City of Z, that movie? No. Oh, okay. No. Suck it, bitch. Because um, that movie's about these explorers and it's played by Charlie Hunnam, who looks like Jamie Lannister. There's a guy, Jamie Lannister, was the captain of movements, was a captain of a ship. And he took his crew and he did the same exact thing going back to like to England. Yeah, I watched a movie. It's like a two or three hour movie. I forget the name of it. I think I, I was watching it was in Italy. Remember, I think I told you about it. No. Yeah, it's definitely Jamie. It's a movie. I find it very interesting how these people who would choose to like be these explorers, like they'd gone for like, he was gone for like years and they came back again and they went back to like prime minister and see, we, we can't find him. We wanted that expedition to go back. And are you really, sure you're not? Are you sure you're not thinking of Charlie Hunnam? Who's that? The guy from Sons of Anarchy. The guy from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Oh no, no. Are you are you sure you're not thinking of this guy? Hundred percent, I'm not. And are you sure you're not thinking of this movie? Hundred percent, I'm not. Okay, because this movie is about exactly the story I told you. He was, this guy was one of the people, it's a true story about 
Perry Fawcett, who was an explorer, and he was one of the people that said, I've seen these in incredible cities in the Amazon. He called it the city of Z. And then no one was ever able to find it ever again. This is what he said they looked like. And, right, and then no one was J able to find go it. Go to Jamie Lannister. It's like, it's like a one-word movie. Okay, let's see. He's a great fucking actor. Is it new or old? I have no idea. You can't tell by watching the movie if it's in the world. I mean, like, is it modern or is it like from the 80s or 90s? I don't know. I don't you know. You can't tell. No, Bronnie, because it was because it was the way it was done. How can you not? So you have no idea. If I show you The Godfather and I show you Spider-Man No Way Home, you would be like, these movies could have been made in the same year. Right, but it's different. This was on a boat in the Arctic. It was like from, the you know, a different era. Oh, in the Arctic? Or something, yeah. You got to find it now. I'm getting annoyed. Against the Ice? Yep. Okay, well, this movie, was, this movie was made in 2022, just so you know. Okay, don't be a snob. No, but how could you not know what, what it taught? And so it says, two explorers fight to survive after they're left behind while on a Denmark exhibition, or, yeah, expedition in ice-covered Greenland. Great movie. Okay. I, um, you should watch it. Okay, I will. I, I like, like Arctic expedition movies. And it's stories. about that same shit, like about how these guys go out and fucking will spend time. It's, it's a true story, no less. It's fucking crazy. It's also, it sucks too, because like back then, that was a real thing that people could do. Like you could be an explorer and that was your job and you could find new things. You know, like you could find civilizations and all that stuff. Now the whole world is explored. It kind of sucks. I know I wouldn't want to be. You wouldn't be one of those guys. You can, but now they go to to uh, space, Ronnie. No, but who? Ten people in the world have been to space, and they stay in a little box. It's not. We're not there yet. Eventually, in two hundred years, when people are exploring other planets, different story. But not yet. I don't. I would not. Going really going, to... going in a little capsule up to space and sitting in the International Space Station is super cool. But you're not an explorer. You're not finding anything new. I would not want to be an explorer and not risk coming back home. I, I could. That would be so cool. say it now, but who knows? Right, of course I say it now. But back then, it was also so difficult. There's also another great movie that Jamie Lannis is in. Was a Shot Caller, I know. What is it? Shot Caller. Shot Caller? Shot. No, like, I shot you. Shot Caller? Like, he's calling the shots. Why is it called Shot Caller, then? I don't know. That's what it's called. Let me double check. But I think that that's like the one where you go to prison. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Shot caller. Okay. Caller? Dad, like someone who calls the shots. Shot caller, not shot caller. <laughs> Correct. Someone who okay. calls the shots. Right, a shot man. caller. Great movie, is it not? Yeah, that's a good one. No, great one. Yeah. So I just, I saw that about the Amazon and I was like, that's so cool. And it also just goes to show like, we still have no idea what the fuck is on this earth. Like when people, are, you know, when people uh, say there's no way Bigfoot exists because we would have found it. We know everything. And it's like, we just found an entire civilization from beneath our eyes that we had no idea existed. We just found it two days ago. The Amazon is amazing. You know, I love those shows Naked and Afraid. The survival yeah. shows, I love that shit. Another thing about the Amazon that I've been 
I've always been obsessed with and um, been interested in is that that's like the last place in the world where there are still people that are, that they call them uncontacted tribes. And so there are still people that live in the Amazon that don't know about the world, about the modern world. They're completely unaware of the world that we live in. And they've, they, they live the way they've lived for hundreds of years and they live in their small tribe and have no idea that anyone else exists, have no idea because the rainforest is so big that they'll never just, they'll, you know, if they live in their area, they'll never see a car, they'll never see an airplane, they'll never stumble upon another person. Um, and so like they're crazy. A, a lot of them, we don't even know what they look like. We don't know what they do because that's one thing the Brazilian government is good at. I remember I did like a whole paper on it in college. The Brazilian government is very good at making sure they remain uncontacted. Um, they like are very good at keeping people away. We, they don't even like study them because if we study them, you know, then we'd be like contacting them and we'd be coming in with cameras and pens and even that, like even coming in with a t-shirt would be like, whoa, what? Um, so a lot of them, we have no idea what they do, but a few times we've been able to like accidentally make contact with them. People have. And so we like, we've got, here's some pictures. Like we really only have pictures. We don't have video. We don't have, uh, we don't know what they sound like. Like, look, there are just a few pictures that they've been able to get from, this is like the famous one. Look at this. Look at how these people are living. So it's crazy to think like these people have no idea about the world. They don't know that there are other countries. They don't know what the internet is. They don't know what electricity is. They don't even know what a horse is, I bet, because there are no horses in the Amazon. Their feet are big, aren't they? Well, yeah, because they don't wear shoes. Have you, seen picture, have you seen pictures of people when they don't wear shoes? Their feet look like hands because their toes spread apart to grasp. Let's see, look. Uh, feet. Zoom it. That's when crazy. When you don't wear shoes. Let's see. What... Here, how our feet would develop without shoes? Are they going to show me a picture? No, of course not. Here's what happens if you don't wear shoes. No. I want to just see a picture. There are some like like tribal people that their feet. No, this Ugh. is not. None of this is helping. This is just all nasty. Ugh. That's not what I was looking for. Um, but here I'll go back. I'll bet. Yeah, I'm, I can't get back to it. To the Indian people. I know. I'm trying sure. to. Amazing. Zoom is not letting me uncontact. Amazing. Touch. People live like that. That's crazy. Here, this is aerial footage of them. Look at them. How do they have knives like that? Let's see. Let's try to find it. Look at this. So this is how they live. And imagine, so that imagine if you, if, let's say you lived like this. Imagine if you lived 700 years ago, more, a thousand years ago, and you don't have anything. And then you see a plane flying above you. You would Please think God. God. Yeah, you would think the world is ending or something. You would have no idea. Look at how they live. Jesus. They, they have no idea about the world outside. They actually cut down trees and cleared their area. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they've been able to live for thousands of years this way. So they know what they're doing. They're farming and they I'm sure they hunt and farm. But just the idea that imagine living like that and that these are only the ones we found. There are definitely other tribes that we have not found that are living in the Amazon. We have no idea. Look at the people looking. Look. Yeah. Look at how they look. They're, They're all red. It's fascinating. Wow, Brody. Yeah. What? So it's like there are still people out there. What? I want to read this. It says if the legal, well, I don't know what it's. Yeah. But, so the problem is people, when they're clearing out the rainforest, if they meet one of these tribes, they just kill them and continue. Oh, on. that's fucking evil. Because they're not protected by anything, right? They're not, they're not citizens. They have no passports. They don't know a government exists. So the Brazilian government treats them like they're like, you know, they try to maintain as little contact as possible. So if a logging company comes in and they have to clear out a forest because they're going to, going to make $10 billion on the, the logging, they just come in and they'll kill the people. And that has happened. The Brazilian government has found tribes where it's just like they're all dead because they've been shot. Wow, that's fucking evil. So they, but it's also difficult because then they try to protect them. But it's like you also don't want to contact them. So how do you, like, how do you protect them if you don't want to know if you don't want them to know that you're around so it's a problem that's a you know one of the other problems in this modern world and these these are just the ones in the amazon there are others there's this they're called uh sentinel island uh people so this is another tribe that's been totally uncontacted they live on a little island off the coast of india i think let's see where's sentinel island I think it's a li- like very small island off the coast of India. Uh, where is it? Yeah, so look, this island's in the middle, very small island in the middle of the Indian Ocean. How'd they get there? And they got there thousands of years ago. And there are these people called the Sentinelese, I guess, that completely, we only have a few pictures of them, that people, some people will take boats and drive by the island because they want to see these people and there were all these myths of them. And so they've been very uncontacted. This is what they look like. They're, they look like black people, right? They're definitely black, not Indian. This says the world's last stone age tribe lives on North Sentinel Island in the Indian ocean. And they're known for defending their Island against all visitors. They've been living in isolation for 60,000 years. There's a direct line between them and their pre-Neolithic ancestors. So these people live on this Island in the complete stone age. They, and the, the, but the crazy thing about them is they're slightly aware of the outside world because a few times people have taken boats to the island because they want to like contact the people and they've all died. The people, the tribe on the island kills everyone who comes. So look here, American missionary killed by protected tribesmen on North Sentinel Island. So people go to like see them because they're, imagine, wouldn't it be cool to see like humans living 60,000 years ago? So it says an American missionary believed he had been called to convert the protected tribe who shot him dead with arrows when he arrived in the remote island. He paid local fishermen to help him get to the island, one of the most isolated regions. Um, as soon as he set foot on the island, which is off limits to visitors, he found himself facing a flurry of arrows. The tribe then tied a rope around his neck, dragged his body away, according to the fishermen. Um, so yeah, they're like, they want to remain isolated. Can you please say murder case when- and so we still have, like, here, you know, we just have a few pictures. The remote tribe, we still haven't been able to contact. 
every time people have, been, have tried to go there to talk to them, to say there's a world out there, they, they die. They kill them. Isn't that crazy? Fuck. So we only have a few pictures, but look at them. Isn't that fascinating? That we live here. I'm looking at this city around me because I'm in Miami, all these buildings, and these people are living on this island, and they're, they're like, they're just, aff- I, I think they're just afraid of anyone outside. Oh, here, 1991. Yeah. An anthropologist named T.N. Pandit led several trips to North Sentinel in 1969. He found that the tribes people would tend to hide if he traveled with a large group and tended to attack if he was with a small group. On one occasion, January 4th, 1991, the Sentinelese approached the explorers and put their weapons down. They walked as close to the dinghies as they had ever come and accepted bags of coconuts as gifts. Just over a month later, Pandit took part in a second expedition and was greeted by weaponless inhabitants who jumped aboard the dinghies, taking the bags of coconut themselves. Look at It's just in- interesting to me. Then in 1994, the Indian government banned all trips to the island in fear of spreading diseases to the Makes people. Makes sense. Right? That's Makes what I was talking about. They insisted on a policy of no deliberate contact and banned travel within five miles. Um, a massive earthquake struck in 2004, resulting in a tsunami which killed 25,000 people. The island was badly affected by the quake. A helicopter was sent and counted a total of 32 people scattered over three places, but they did not find any bodies. The islanders made hostile gestures toward the helicopter and once again fired arrows towards it. Um, yeah, just super cool. What's that one, that last part you read? Some kid, some stupid fucking it kid? It said, in 2018, a 26-year-old American student named John Allen Cho traveled to the island with the goal of contacting and living among the tribe. Uh, he received training from a Christian miss- missionary group. Uh, he did not seek permits. On November 15th, he attempted his first visit to the island. Oh, this is what I was telling you about before. Um, he canoed 500 meters of the island holding a waterproof Bible but retreated after being met with hostile gestures. On another visit, he wrote that he was greeted with a mix of amusement, confusion, and hostility. The natives were not impressed and shot his Bible with an arrow. Two days later, he tried again, um, assuming the islanders would be more welcoming if he was alone. He was never seen alive again. On returning, the fishermen witnessed the people dragging his body around the beach and was assumed to be shot with arrows. Police subsequently arrested the two fishermen for illegally taking him to the island. His death was treated as murder. However, the tribe was not charged with the crime, and the U.S. government also confirmed that they did not want the Indian government to press charges. Indian officials made several attempts to recover the body. However, the risk of a clash with the inhabitants was deemed too great, and any further attempts were abandoned. His remains, his remains are buried on the island today. I bet you they ate them. Maybe. They, they but ate what, what food do they even have? It's a small island. Like, is, is there, are there animals on the island? There must be. I don't know. It's, I don't know cool. right. and how many people in tribes and what's their age life. How they, said, they, they said that whenever they fly over, they can only find around 30 people. Fucking crazy world. And, and then it's just like, those are the ones we know of. There are definitely people okay. that live in this world that we just have no idea that they're doing what they're doing. And then it's just like, if we have no idea about that and we have no idea about <laughs> cities, full on cities with roads and pyramids, a 70 meter tall pyramid? How, like, so, we have no idea? So, what goes through these fucking people's mind when this kid, this 20 year old kid, wants to keep going back? And I mean, yeah, I mean, if he, he was only doing it to convert them to Christianity, which is crazy. I mean, he's a fucking idiot. And now he's dead. Like, what, what are these people thinking, Ronnie? Yeah. 
Well, people, I mean, I, I get if you're a mission, like if you're a missionary and you're like, these people don't know what God is. And so they're going to rot in hell, but I can save them. It's a, it's a noble idea. Stupid, but noble. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's some interesting shit. And then it's also, it, it, it's so interesting to me too, that like, we found a, so we found this pyramid in the Amazon in this thing. And then we've had other pyramids too, but like we know you can go to Mexico and go to the Aztec cities that still exist, like the ruins of them. And there are pyramids there. And then you can also go to Egypt, right? The famous pyramids at Giza, you can see those pyramids. You can go to North Africa and there are pyramids. You can go to, I think there are pyramids in, is it North Carolina? Um, like the Clo Clovis people pyramids, I think. So the Clovis people were the original uh, people in America. They were like here even before Native Americans as we know them. We call them Clovis people. We don't know much about them. But I think they had pyramids too in America. So it's like, why are all these different people in all these different places that had no contact with each other thousands and thousands of years ago building the same buildings? Oh, no. Don't know. Why a pyramid? And, and, and how they built it is pretty amazing, right? With that machinery. Yeah, but it's just like that. Maybe, maybe there's a, like the simple answer is that a pyramid is the most structurally sound building, right? Like if you're right. building a triangle, right. that it's like they learned over the years that if they build straight up, it would maybe fall. If they built a circular thing, it would fall. And then they finally found that pyramids work the best. But the more interesting one is like maybe they all were built by the same people you know or maybe they all knew something that we don't know i don't know we'll never know we'll never know and then also if the pyramid is the most structurally sound thing why don't we build pyramids anymore we don't build anything pyramid shaped because it's better engineering i guess that's just so like why did everyone want to build these structures that went to a tip in the sky across the world without complete like everyone. Yeah. that's odd to think if i would let's say i the two of us were separated at birth let's say we were the same age we were separated at birth we were put in totally two different things but we both built the same structure you would be like there's something there i don't know weird i agree it's a lot weird I agree. yeah yeah interesting how are we doing on time bud good you want to we can do a fatherly advice okay so this is from anonymous um anonymous it says, I recently started a new job and in the beginning I sat all by myself because of COVID policy, but the coworker who trained me is in my department and wanted me to sit across from her so it was easier to train me. We had to go through hoops to get this done and IT had to move all of my stuff, computer, et cetera, for me to sit at this one desk. While I, it was useful at first, I am now completely trained and don't need her anymore like I used to. The problem is she's a literal mouth breather and to top it off, she sings under her breath while she listens to headphones. And no, she's not a good singer. It's so distracting to hear her breath out loud. And when she's not breathing, she's singing. I asked my family what to do. And they all said I should politely ask her to stop singing, stating that maybe she doesn't know that she's singing out loud. I, I cannot take this advice. I am way too shy to confront her. What I would rather do is talk to HR about asking to move me back to where I originally was. However, because I'm new to the job, I'm nervous they're going to be mad at me because they just had IT move all of my stuff also because the COVID policy has been lifted. So there's no reason I can't sit next to someone in the office. Plus, wouldn't the coworker ask why I'm being moved? What would I even say? Any advice on what to do? 
Oh, tough one, Brownie. That's a that's a different one than we know than we normally get. That's kind of funny. Listen, if you can't work, she breathes on him. She no, she's just a mouth breather. He said, so she's going. <sighs> what would you do? I would just. Hmm. Actually, I I don't. Part of me would just be like, just move. It's not a big deal. Here, here's what I would do. I would just move. move just ask to move oh, desks. Right. So and if, if everyone's like, why is, why is Anonymous asking to move desks? Just be like, I just want to move. It doesn't matter. You don't need, I'm of the mindset of you're going to work to work. You don't need to be best friends with everyone. This coworker doesn't need to, if they think that you don't like them, okay, that's not a big deal. Like okay, if, well, you're well, getting, well. if you're going to get your work done better because you're at your own desk, then move. Okay, that sounds nice in a perfect world, but let's assume you're new, you're a young guy, Brian, put in your situation, you're new, you go into your employment where you were employed and they put you there. And now you're only there and you're a young guy, you're a little more quiet, you don't upset the, upset the apple cart and you're the newbie on the block, so to speak. Talk from that position, not from sitting in your apartment, you know, who doesn't give a fuck. Talk fair, fair. I mean, maybe like in reality, I would maybe just say suck it up. And if she's if she has headphones in, then put headphones in. Then you can put headphones in. I would give a little time and see if something can get used to it. If you can't get if you're new on the block, you don't upset the avocado, try it for a while. If it's really hindering your work, then go to HR because then you're there for a purpose and Def- you need to be more productive. Definitely don't bring anything up to her. You can't say no, to her, hey, do you mind not breathing in so deeply? Like, you no, can't, can't do anything to her. She's, do, she's the, doing what she's doing. And you either have to accept it, which if you're new, you might just have to accept it. Or you ask to move. Maybe just say that you're like, you'd rather keep the distance because of COVID. And just use COVID. You as could a use that. You say, I'm a little uncomfortable. Because of COVID, correct. You can use that's a good point. You can make it where you feel uncomfortable and it's a COVID thing and see what they say. But then you could be like, you know, there's a little bitch in the office. You know, but who I don't cares? Know. Tough call. I don't have advice on this one. I think the advice is just suck it up. For a while. That would be my advice. I agree. Yeah. And then we can be in a month from now. That's all in, in the offices. It's, there's always someone that's annoying and you just got to deal with it. Like I used to have someone that would come over and talk to me constantly when I was trying to do shit and she would talk about nonsense. And I was like, all right, like, come on, can you, but you can't say anything. You just got to accept it. It's part of the office. Yeah. So maybe you just suck it up. Sorry. Try it for a couple of weeks and then report back to us. See how it goes. If you're not being productive, then as a, you got to go to your employer and you got to move because they hired you to be productive. That's the case. Sorry. Right. That's interesting. Follow the advice one. Maybe the advice is you just go to HR and you say, I'd like to move back. I feel like I'll be more productive. Like you could just say Sarah is distracting me because I, like, I keep wanting to like, you know, we keep chatting or whatever. You know, you can make it like a nice thing. Like I'm getting along with Sarah, but I don't need to be trained anymore. And then I'm feeling like my work is suffering. You know what? No, just suck it up. Just suck it up. Sorry, Anonymous. We are funny. We didn't give suck a right up. answer. There's no right answer on that one. I bet it's a girl too. Don't you think? It's not a guy. Because why would it, like, it's a girl, because she definitely, she said, um, my family said 
my family said uh, that I should politely ask her to stop, but I can't confront the coworker. I just want to talk to HR. Like that feels like a girl, not a guy. But who knows? Why does that make a difference? Because we keep saying he. What does it make? And it's also like it feels like a girl to be like, can you not use my name? But they didn't even give me the name. They just said anonymous. I feel like a guy would just be like, hey, it's Bronson. So uh, yeah, there's this really annoying coworker. What do you think I should I do? Know. I think you're saying the girls are more difficult. That's what you're really saying. Or like more tiptoey, like doesn't want to offend, doesn't want to, you know. Maybe it's a sensitive guy who's like a chick. Right, like a chick, exactly. All right, yeah, good luck to it's you. A low, it's, it's either a girl or a low T guy. So. Right, small taint. I was meaning low testosterone, but yeah, small taint. I know what you meant, and I'm saying okay. small taint. All right. All right, everybody. Feel better, again. Dad. Have a more day. I feel thanks, Brian. Love you, buddy. Love you, And uh, we'll see you guys real soon. And hopefully we have people that would want to listen to us on Wednesday to Patreon. How do they get to become a Patreon uh, member? Patreon.com slash Daddy Issues Pod. That sounded so exciting. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Daddy Issues Pod. Join everybody. It's five bucks a month. It doesn't cost peanuts. Get an extra episode. You were going to say it doesn't cost you anything, right? After you said it costs $5 a month. Fucking buck, dollar twenty-five a week is a joke. I mean, give me a break. And this way, Bronny could, uh, you'll get some more deep stuff about uh, the blooms and daddy issues and all that good stuff. An extra episode every week. Uh, good stuff. All right. Love you, Bronny. I'll see Love you, you soon. Too. Thanks, everybody. Have a good rest of the week. You're joking, right? Well, I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be optimistic about that. Well, I guess you're too young to be a little pessimistic like me. The fucking things I see out there, people are stupid.